Another nothing, nothing with your house, Chris and Chris. What? Chris, have you ever seen the movie Tusk? Tusk? Yeah, it's a Kevin Smith movie, which I would have wish I would have known. Stop right there. Yeah. What? Nope. Yeah, he's. I didn't know that till a- after I realized it was terrible. I looked it up. I was like, "What the fuck is with this movie?" Because the premise is exciting to me. It's a pod. It's a. It's like a douchebag podcaster from the United States who goes to Canada to write about the story and ends up becoming a, a person's walrus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror slash comedy. You got it. So it was. I was like, "That's sign me up." That sounds amazing. And then I was like, "Oh, Justin Long and the." Fat kid who grew Haley up. Haley Osment. Yeah, he got fat. He's too mm. chubby. Michael Parks. I like Michael Parks. The the guy from Kill Bill. Uh, is that, yeah, the yeah, old wait, guy. Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah, he's in Kill Bill twice. Two yeah, different characters. Right. Yeah. He is great, but the movie is maybe you would like it. I don't know. I'm not a Kevin Smith guy. I'm uh, not either. And the premise, the premise, I think came from a podcast. I think they were talking and they were like yeah. just spitballing, and then they were like. Hey, let's make this into an actual movie. Um, His and someone pod- gave him millions of dollars to do it. So yeah. I'm hoping we can get a movie idea out of this show somehow and make it. So sure, think about that when we're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> about you know whatever <laughs> topics we stumble upon <laughs> over the course of the next 58 minutes. I'd like to make a movie. Can we make that a goal? Oh, for sure. And especially if it's a horror slash comedy. I think that's a perfect kind of pairing there. What a dumb what a dumb way to identify yourself. Like I like when horror movies like have a hint of humor. Like right. like Evil Dead Two. But I, I still would call that a horror movie. Horror slash also, this movie wasn't funny at all. Like they wanted it to be funny, but the fu- the jokes just fell so flat. And Justin Long is just Ugh, so Justin Long in the tooth, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a dark secret involving a walrus, Chris. Yeah. How is this not It should have been it should have been good. It should have been good. Uh, have, this is what happens when your wife falls asleep at nine o'clock on your birthday. <laughs> you, do, you just go, <laughs> Well, I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna pretend we're both we're both enjoying this. <laughs> and not sex. I didn't mean it like that. I meant the movie. I meant the movie. Uh yeah, so that was speaking of of my wife chris this is a funny thing she brought to my attention which i think is valid is also sports related um why are wide receivers called wide receivers and not just receivers like why are they like wide receiver are there regular receivers there, there might have been back in the day. Were there? Like a running back is a running back and a fullback is all the way back. So that makes sense, right? Left guard. He's the guy on the left guard. But wide receiver, we just, we're, it makes, I'm like, why aren't they just receivers? Why do they have to be wide? Why, why do we have to give them a complex? 
Because like, uh, mm, I want to say because um, they're split out wide, like near the sidelines. Sure. And then, but like you would and never. farthest away. But I think there used to be like inline receivers who guys were really? close. Yeah. I feel were like. they called like, were they like on fantasy? Were they like IRs or something? Like, you know what I mean? Like every, all receivers are just kind of like there. They're I think right. it was yeah, you farther back than fantasy. I think you had to go a little farther <laughs> back than that. <laughs> it's a, the, it's a, it's, it's a real I, X's I wonder, and O's also, I wonder if it's more of like a college thing that kind of became like the norm. Um, you know, cause there used to be like, um, I think, you know, you used to be, you used to put your fastest guys, I think out there, like out, out on the boundaries, you know, um, I don't know. I'm sure the name has sort of evolved or, or sort of changed a little bit over the years, but it does, it should change again. It should just be receiver. Yeah. Cause at this point, yeah. um, I mean, cause a lot of times, and even like in like with, with actual like team and coach speak, like they're they're more referred to as like the X X or Y receivers. Yeah, and then there's certain sl- positions. And then there's a slot, right? Yeah, and then there's a slot, and those are like the H or something. Even yeah, we could, they're defined. I feel like we could just go. Like we could maybe we're. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think like statistics and metrics are here to stay, Chris. I think they might. And be. I think we can handle it as a people. Like we can ha- we can just be like you know the way that like basketball is kind of like we don't have to like it could be one through five people can remember that it doesn't have to be center center forward forward guard guard let's do this like <laughs> whatever like it's i don't know maybe we're bigger you have than to, you have to remember that. here like when the, when the, you know at, at some point like the, there was there was never a forward passing football right it was all right. running basically right and so I think everyone sort of played close to the line of scrimmage. And that's why like a tight end, he's like your tight right, like, and a tight end, end. And they were probably more of like that kind of a position was probably the originator. originator a tight of, end might have been the, at the end of the row. Yeah, that? right. Exactly. I think, I think that's what it is. And then they were like, and well, we so got to come up with something that goes on the outside of the tight end. Yeah. They're, right. they're, they're wide. Yeah. Receivers. Right. And so yeah, they put them out wide. And then all of a sudden he catches the ball. What are they? They're a receiver. So then it's a wide receiver. They should just call them wide ends. Tight ends and wide ends. (laughs) Wide ends. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I think we're on to something here now. Yeah. The evolution. Wide end. The wide end. Which most of these tight ends are now anyway, because they're they're more receiving wide receiver types. Exactly. Let's just start calling them wide ends. A wide end. Yeah. It's not a little close to white end. Which well, there's not I mean, the not the not the worst thing. Seki, uh, you know Gronkowski. These are all wide ends here. I think, Chris. Did you just call Gronkowski fit? Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's just a dumb thing that I was that the my wife brought to my attention. And I didn't have an answer for it. I figured maybe it's a really would. great dumb question. Thank you. Because it's not just from your wife, but it's also because of the the name itself is it sort of it's sort of a dumb yeah and there's not anything else like it it's like the kicker right. is the kicker and it's the like with most things pe- things don't sort of evolve and change enough they just kind of adapt the old name into something new and like they don't try to think of a new name for it or anything that's called newt rockney see maybe he knows he might who's the oldest football guy out there who's the guy that's like like who's the mm-hmm. like the football like who's the go-to football historian these days is there like is there is that guy like is is there one guy that real, really fancies himself like a real like football? Oh, you no, mean just, no uh, not like an actual football player? Well, or coach maybe or no, no. It would be if I'm thinking football or coach. I'm thinking you know, remember like like back in the day there would be like 
you know, like an old guy, they'd be like, Art Donovan, he's going to be on Letterman tonight. And yeah. Art Donovan would be like, <laughs> yeah, when I play, we didn't fucking have helmets, and we just ate steak. That's fucking it. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like Jim Brown seems to be the guy right now. He's always oh, popping up on things. Tim Brown. Jim Brown's getting up there with my Bill Russell. He's like yeah. the football's Bill Russell. He Yeah. Oh, he totally is. He's like, he's so back in my day. Like, ugh, God. It's like, and his hair's fucked up too. He, he looks like shit all the does time. Does he have hair? He looks like shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's got like little baby curls. Like, oh, maybe he just went full bald. Oh, you're right. You're right. His hair looks fine. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jim Brown. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's really not like an old, old football guy anymore. I feel like Jim Brown is kind of it. Jim Brown's kind of the guy that's like out it's there. kind of it, you know? Out there. Yeah. I mean, he would know the answer. Let's call Jim Brown. We'll put a phone call okay. to Jim Brown. Sure. Yeah. And, uh. It sounds great. All right. So, um, normally, yeah, normally what we would do here is take this, uh, football topic and ride with it as a natural segue, but I'm going to stop us right in our tracks. If that's okay Perfect. with you. Yeah. Wonderful. I would like we to know. Brother Zag. So this is a, <laughs> I don't know. this is, <laughs> that's good. Uh, th- <laughs> we should put that in like a, on our sub te- our subheader. We haven't had a, we haven't had a good tagline in a while. Yeah. We're, we're just, we're using the same old, we, we've been using for six yeah, years. Now. We need a new one. This one feels fresh to me. You zig when we zag? Is that what it was? Let's zig when others zag. Yeah. Grizzly grizz. They zig. They're a bunch of zigzaggers. That's terrible. I like it. That's <laughs> right, our alley. <laughs> like, we just made that up. We could just be all like, that's our thing. Like, we totally. Nobody like, says that anymore. I know exactly. It's fresh. It's new. Yeah. Yeah. It's new. Chris zags while Chris zag, or zigs while Chris zags. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real accurate description of a show all right i'm gonna zag real quickly because this is not like just out of the i'm not just like oh hey here's a dumb thing we should think about mm. what happened is is it's sort of an an like it's a combination of two things eddie van halen died which we talked about before right mm-hmm. eddie van halen had this there was this song that your friend Mark brought to my attention called Pound Cake, which is a terrible Van Halen song where Van Eddie Van Halen plays a drill and it's like all this like really thinly veiled sort of metaphors of what a pound cake is, right? It's it's mm. but it, that move that song came out in 1991, right? Sure. And then recently I saw on Netflix they have this thing so- Song Exploder, the podcast, another podcast come to life, but it's the Song Exploder podcast has a four episode arc on Netflix of like it's with like video, right? Like inter- like video interviews of of musicians and what Song Exploder is is basically they take an album or a song and they and they sort of like break it apart and and talk to the people that made it and like what what went into this? Why did this idea come into play? Like whatever, how did this song get made? And so the Song Exploder is Losing My Religion by REM, which I watched. And it was fascinating. I was like, wow, this is really cool like how they came up with like the mandolin parts and how it was like a real sort of left turn from what they had done in the past and i was like pretty interested but then i realized is that song came out in 1991 so you have these two completely different songs that were hits in 1991 and i was trying to like think of like what like if there's any sort of parallel to right now like is there any like how drastic in genres music so i looked into 1991 a little bit more 
And it's fucking insane. It is like one of the craziest times in music history, as far as I'm concerned. Like, like it is the golden age of hip hop, right? You've got like De La, you've got Public Enemy, you've got Tribe mm-hmm. doing their, some of their best work, right? Like it's, you, then you've also got like all of the seminal grunge albums came out that same year. You've got mm-hmm. like Soundgarden's first rec or first big record, I guess. I think they had one before. 10 from Pearl Jam comes out. Mm-hmm. You've got Nevermind comes out that same year. And then you've got this death knell of, of hair metal or glam rock, like, like Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 come out mm-hmm. from Guns N' Roses. You've got, like I said, you've got Van Halen. And then in the pop scene, I think the biggest song of the year was for like a Brian Adams song. So it's fucking insanity. Like it is, it is absolute musical insanity. So what plus, I- plus you have this sort of, you have this, I think uh, I'm going to say relative explosion of like um, kind of a, a, a unique uh, country. Um, Ooh, I didn't even know genre that. there. Oh, like the like, Clint Blacks and the Garth Brooks. Yeah. Yes, and like Alan Jackson's, and then there, but then you had like the the, the like the duos, like the uh, like Brooks and Dunn, okay, and like those guys, but like you know, uh, what's his name? But yeah, but uh, um, your boy who you just mentioned came out with a big one, um, Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, Garth. Yeah, that that was like his. Is that like Friends with Low Places? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. So yeah. that's that's monster. And then and then you've got like also that weird sort of like 90210 type soundtracky music like PM Dawn mm-hmm. Color Me Bad had a huge hit that year yeah. like it yep. it's it is a truly fucking insane year for music and i know that that's sort of like your heyday right like that you must have been what like a freshman in high school like you're like yeah. you're yep. co- you're really coming of age at that point in time oh yeah oh yeah what are your what are your sort of what are your th- I would like to say, like, what are your, it's impossible to do, but I'd say, what are your top three records from 1991? You know, so you, I started looking back in it, and I noticed too, because mainly it was going to be like all, I think, hip hop or rap. Right, right. Because that's what I was into. And then I started looking, I was like, oh yeah, that was, you know, but there was like the Ghetto Boys, like We Can't Be Stopped. Yeah. You know, and stuff, but then I was like, I don't know if like the whole album was, um, was something I would like, li- was I was listening yeah, to. Yeah, there's some, there's some dogs on there for sure. That's a good point. Right, yeah. Um, you know, like Slick Rick had one, like Tone Loke, like all these kind of like, you know, like even, who's third base? Third base? There's yeah. A, dude, dude, we're going to, you're making RJ mad right now. Guys, you're making, you're making RJ, we've come to the making RJ mad portion of the show. I was hoping Where Chris for. doesn't remember <laughs> Search. He do, you don't remember the, the white rappers from Brooklyn. One was of the guys, one of the guys, I wasn't sure if it was one of those, <laughs> you know, pop guys, the weasel. Of, that was the, uh, that was their big hit. Yes. Uh, the cactus okay, album yeah. gas face. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You, they also discovered Nas. Like you're, you're really, RJ's just threw his phone through the wall two weeks in a row. <laughs> I, love I can't it. believe. Okay. I you say we're doing it every week. We just, okay. we just crush RJ's like childhood dreams and, and bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's deep. He's de unfriending oh, he's coming, us. Coming for us. I'm glad I'm in a remote. Um, but I will say, all right, I'll, I'll, um, man, there's so many of them. Like that tribe called Quest, the low end theory is, is it's, I'll, I mean, I still listen to that whole album to this day. Yeah. That would, that's like that, that album is like, a, that is like a good, whole nother level. All the way through. I mean, that's, 
Because that, that was the other problem I was thinking about this is like I, a lot of the stuff I still I probably wouldn't listen to to this day. But in that moment, in that time, I loved it. Right. Um, and one of them, like DJ Quick, Quick is the name. That was his first album. Came out in 91, I believe. One of the So that's a record I still listen to. At least, yeah. the, first, at least the, the first two songs. Yeah, tonight, well, yeah. tonight is still okay. tonight is still one of my favorite song like hip hop songs of all time. Like I love oh, that okay. song. Yeah. See, I, I see. I, that one was like I in I think every other album for for Quick after that was like it was good, but it just didn't quite measure up to. to oh, that don't first you one. don't sleep on way too funky. Oh, I like, love way too funky. Don't get me rec- wrong. That's that's that record is well ahead of his time, and it launched like DJ Quick funky. as one of the most phone. influential producers of all time. Like that record's fucking great. I love that one. That one's on my phone. I don't even have Quick as the name on my phone, but I just always thought that that was a better album than than Way Too Funky. I don't think it is. I think you might okay. want to revisit it. Um, I mean, Naughty by Nature, their album, you know, Naughty by Nature, that was that was dope. I love. I that listened album. the shit out of that record. I listened to the shit out of out of. I was this Death Certificate, like Ice Cube. Yeah, e- Death Certificate. Man. Evil Four Zagging. De La Soul is dead. Like, come yeah. on. Like those. De La Soul is dead is a record that I, I would probably listen to that more now myself personally but let's get yes. back to your list so okay. so on your list is tribe called quest right well yeah i think yeah that's the i think that's the yeah exactly and they're almost sort of like above the list right because they're it's like hall of fame i think kind of album kind of thing so um but the one definitely that that is my top three that it i don't want to say it changed my life necessarily but it it had a huge impact and it, it kind of brought me into this sort of the the r&b uh oh, music go. Oh, here of that go. era, and that was Joe to see forever, my lady. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, put that on, dude. That song. If you don't know, you don't know. If you don't yeah. know, you don't know. That record. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you like Joe to see? Do you like Diary? Do you like that better than Diary of a Mad Band? Is that your? Is that your? Go- mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm a Diary of a Mad Band guy. Like that's my. Like that to me is like the. That's the 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 record. That's the Jodeci record. Yeah, mm, I don't know. I think no for this one. I think Forever My Lady gets me gets the top okay. of this one. A little, sec- this a little sexier. One. It's a little. It's a little sexier. It's sexier. Yeah, it's very sexy. It was an I'll Be Sure record, which is nice. I think I'll Be Sure played a significant role in the thing. <laughs> it's also their, it. it's their. It's their. It's their first album, I believe. Yeah, too, yeah, so. yeah. It, it, it uh, exploded them onto the scene. That's a great call. That's a great call. As a, as a as a freshman effort, that's a fucking mm-hmm. awesome record. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then uh, NWA came out with one. That's Evil for Zagan. I'm not going to repeat the title. You can call it Evil for Zagan. It is it is fine to call it that. Oh right, is that that was the how because it was backwards. You got it. On the thing. You got it. That I listened to the shit out of that one. Yeah. And I even I, NWA. I'm not sure I can really listen to it anymore. I've tried to a little bit. I'm just like yeah. That I'm record. Kinda, that that record's great. I I still it's, great. it's a great record. I still think like a me- is that's the one with like a message to Benedict Arnold like that one like that where they go after Ice Cube before Ice Cube went after them. Cause yeah, they, I think so. Right. And then there's yeah. Automobile, the funny little song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those are you. Um, so those are two. Those are what like you're putting NWA. Those have on to be two. Yeah, there have to be two. Um, and then, man. I got like backseat. That's what I'm thinking. Like it's more back in the day, like listening to that point in time. Yeah. Um, 
the one I think you know what the one I kind of want to sneak in. I got. I mean, I'll, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna give you two more because I okay. can't decide. Okay. Even though Guns okay. N' Roses was sort of is near the top. If I was going to five, yeah, I'd probably put Use Your Illusion one and two. But could you listen to those again? I could listen to the hits. Like I love November Rain and Don't Cry, right. but I don't want to listen to like Civil War and all those like that. There's the talk about long in the tooth. Like those records can get a little bit. Yeah, I think I mean they're so long. Well, there's two of them. They're in there, and they're like these sort of like long ass, like fucking you know. Every song's like uh, nine minutes on that fucking thing. Yeah, that's the only thing too. That's why I'm kind of leaving it off there okay, a little bit. Good. Um. Uh. All right, I'm gonna go Cypress Hill. Oh shit! Is that the first Cypress Hill? Cypress Hill. Okay. That's a. I mean, that's a that that record changed. Yeah. Everything for me. My friends and I used to listen to that fucking thing like on repeat cruising main street like as yep. soon as you hear pigs come on you're yeah. just like oh we're in we're going in like that record that was, is like that record is dope because like that, that is like yeah that is like i'm the funky feel one yes that mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. funky feel one yeah that has i mean besides kill a man that's also a great choice all right chris i think i can still listen to that to this day too that, fuck yeah dude like, that'll get you pumped up for sure yeah and okay. then I'll I'll go back I'll go kind of go back to like I don't think I maybe I could listen to a little bit of this this is like old school R and B stuff but Boys to Men Coolie High Harmony Wow Okay That's ninety one motherfucker That is crazy That was man I I would play that when I got home from school I think I would play that cassette like every day and like dance to it and stuff too <laughs> I'm not clowning <laughs> it's, I would dance too I work on my David Silver dance moves. All the time, mm-hmm. I did. I work exactly, on them. Right? I work on them yeah. in the mirror. I learned mm-hmm. very early on that you, I ain't you, shame. if you, da- if you dance, dance at a dance, you. Da- I'm a Chris. You've seen me at a wedding. Mm-hmm. All I do is dance. I'm a dance. I, I love to dance. Yep, you and me both. Yeah, we're just dancing fools. That's our, and I think that's my genesis of, of like dancing is like that early '90s. Boys to Men was one of those that just kind of made you move. Did you wear a a, a bow tie and a <laughs> jean shorts <laughs> and a cane? <laughs> girl <laughs> i wanted to be the deep voice guy dude did it, it's so hard to say goodbye touch you did it did it did it touched me i was so impressionable that says everything right there like i'd laugh if i listened to that record now but man that song is yeah that song uh i do want to give a shout out a special shout out to black sheep okay there we go that's the number one to me that's the number one record of is 1991 wolf of sheep's clothing oh dude i I have. I love that album. I, it's twenty. I think it's like twenty-eight songs. It is front to back one of the greatest hip hop records ever made. Ninety-one or what have you. It is the first CD I ever laid money down for. I think it was it, mine too, or one of them. And I and I like. I still ha- like. I I listen to that fucking thing like all the time. Like that. That is you. You nailed. You're. I love you so much right now. That I honestly is, thought I was like the only one who liked that album. No, that's the fucking greatest record. It all from Similac Child, like Strobe Light Honey, like it's like the choice is yours. Obviously, like both versions, like that fucking record is so goddamn good. I like put it on right now, listeners. Put that fucking record on right now and just be like, yes, this is. Am I back like, in RJ's good graces now? Uh, I'm not sure. I I mean, I'm sure he loves. I've seen I've seen Drez with him. Like I know RJ cares so about. Black sheep. I he definitely cares about black sheep more than third base. But you you de- <laughs> I, if he's even still listening, if he's even still listening, like I would be surprised. All right, did you have one more? Or is that a wrap? No, that's I'll I'll cut it off of there. Okay, I'm because because you from. took it to like the dopest part, the dopest era of '91. I mean, there's still there's like 
that we're missing a ton of great records. I would like mm-hmm. to say like a a a funny like a a funny sort of like honorable mention in in my opinion. Like this is and this is not going to go over that well, but it's PM Don of the Soul of the yes, Heart, man. the Utopian yes. Experience, Jersey City's finest. PM Don did not get the love that they deserve. Oh. And if you go back, try try going back and listening to those records. They are they were doing like. They were doing Chick Corea songs. They were doing songs with Gil Scott Heron before like anyone knew who those dudes were. These were like two kids from Jersey City. And like Set Adrift on Memory Bliss is just mm. still an amazing song, but so is Paper Doll. Like they're I, I and they're so far out. Like they're so far out. I I I that to me is like the I'm, like I, I could listen to that right now. And I would listen to the Bliss album right now too. That's even trippier. Like I'm I love that stuff too, man. I, that was um that was I was actually I had I had it written down on on, on my list there a little bit and I I was like ah, I don't know if I could just those were ones I was like I'm not sure I could go back to it because I haven't listened to it and probably give him a listen dude give I him will. a listen it's also hard to like admit like that you were like set adrift on memory bliss man come on I love that song that do you remember like, the song from do you remember the song jam. from the boomerang soundtrack it wasn't yep. on any of their like records I can't remember like it's like it's in my turn wish yes. you were lying here that fucking yep. song. That mm-hmm. if that doesn't get you going, so smooth, so, so smooth. smooth. That's just the snap, like the oh my god. All right, well, thank you for doing that experiment with me. I appreciate it. I uh, you got any others? No, no. I I mean I got a million. I I this, this isn't about me. I wanted to know what your right. your right. thoughts and you took it to a really cool place. I like I. No one needs to hear my fucking opinion on music <laughs> from '91. Other than no you, more, no more. Other than I com- I completely salute your selection. I think that was right. fucking incredible. Okay, thanks. All right, Chris. Do you want to get to picks? <laughs> yeah, man. Let's just. I don't. We. I was gonna like talk basketball, like these stupid basketball coaches hirings and like stupid baseball stuff. But who cares? Yeah, just, I mean the World it's Series. Just, it's two teams no one cares about. Although, yeah. hey, I hope you took my little futures advice on the Dodgers because they're looking pretty good. And that was what the beginning of the World Series or the beginning of the playoffs. Listen, I almost called the fucking Astros making remaking the World Series here. This would have been amazing. I know we would have been neck and neck. That would have been nice. Yeah. But who cares? You know yeah. what? Stan Van Gundy is the, the the Pelicans head coach. I I think it's terrible, but I don't care. It's all bad. I think the Pacers are the only team that hired a good coach. I'm but, not even sure about that. He's like this guy. Although we were bagging on Nick Nurse a couple of years ago when they hired him. So yeah. what? You know who uh, the fuck? I think we? you take that Nick Nurse clone over fucking Lou. Lou or Doc or fucking Stan, in my opinion. That's just, that's what I'm, yeah, why that's not? What I'm saying. Up. Why not? Take a shot. So, Chris, last week in in our picks, we both did pretty good, right? Like, we did yeah. okay. Eight and yeah. six each. Winning records? We're, we're staying, and we're staying well above 500, barring like, you know, some real, real dogs. I tried, to, I did a little bit of legwork. I tried to figure out if there was any trends in how we pick. And it, and uh, like this, the only trend I could find is that we're better on Monday nights than we are on anything else. We're pretty much right down the middle with like Sunday afternoon. We're terrible on Thursday night. We're bad on Thursday. Great on Monday. That's what I've, that's what I've determined. We're 10 and four combined on Monday night games. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're, di- we're, we're not good on Thursday night games. So no. Okay. So that's what I would say. I'd say, give us a little bit of space. All right. We need to, we need to. <laughs> I mean, Thursday's I too much pressure. Give us some space. Give Monday. Give us Monday. We'll think about Monday. All right. You know what? I, we keep not picking the home teams. 
and and all the all the things say like you, you basically you should take the home teams unless the Jets are playing at home on a Thursday night. So, um, oh, yeah, why yeah. don't we start it off there? Philly minus four and a half at home against the Giants. Oh, I like that you're doing the lines this week because I really I really do not do them well. I can never get them right. So, <laughs> Chris, can I take this one because I have an analogy? Oh, great! Yeah, do it. You know how we always like we're like aha, Daniel. D- Danny Dimes is is the next Eli Manning, ha ha. You know, like, and he's like throwing mm-hmm. pick six or pit throwing interceptions in the red zone. Uh, I I decided I was that's inaccurate. He's he's not even Eli. He's Dave Brown, former former New York Giant great Dave Brown. I don't know if you remember Dave Brown, but there are kind of he was the quarterback name. for the Giants from '94 to '97. He he had like a career like 26 and 34 record. He was like a 72 quarterback rating. He had one good season with the Giants. He was nine and six. I think he might have taken him to the playoffs. There's just, not even a picture on him in Google when, just, you, when you just a enter re- his name. Just a real forgettable Giants quarterback. And I think that that might be who Danny Dimes is. I think what we're learning is like Danny Dimes ain't shit without Saquon in the backfield. And that's I, he that, wasn't even shit with Saquon, I don't think, well, last, last year. year you know, like a, it's last year he's so hit good, or miss. He had a good. I mean, threw like twenty four touchdowns last year. Uh, I mean, yeah. this would also be like a a byproduct of of you know Patrick. What's his name? The, the who's the the offensive coordinator in the Giants world? Oh, uh, it's uh, Garrett now. Garrett, Jason Garrett. Yeah. yeah, Jason Garrett. So it yeah. could be a Jason Garrett thing. I just I'm I feel like it's okay, Giants fans. I know you were pumped. On Danny Dimes, I gave him a slick nickname, but I think maybe the Dave Brown era is upon us, and it it's okay to not like him. It's okay to just give up on him. I think I think I know you want to be loyal to your guy. I know it's been a long time since you've had to like throw a quarterback to the side, but I think it's time to Geno Brown, <laughs> Geno Smith, this guy, not Geno <laughs> Brown, Geno Smith, this dude. Uh, but I mean, the problem is they don't have anybody else, though. So. Well, that's I mean, that's on them. I just, I'm just saying, like, oh, totally, no, like, totally. I mean, it's, I think it's, I think it's you a just, further indictment maybe, of, of their GM and the, how bad that guy is, yeah. Gettleman. They, they, uh, may, maybe they could get like Tan, the not Tannehill. Maybe they could get um, who's the guy that Tannehill replaced in Tennessee? Uh, oh, Mariota. Mariota, yeah, maybe Mariota could go there. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe James Winston. <laughs> that, yeah, James, man. James could, could you imagine? James could be doing. James Winston is a Giants quarterback. Would, I can't. They, they I think would, it's the last team. I could run him out of him. town in two weeks. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. all that being said, I like the I like the Eagles uh, minus four and a half. I think the Eagles stink, uh, but I think that the Giants are like really like really stink. So, and you said pick the home team, so I'm doing it. Yeah, I agree. I there's I, I'm a little surprised it's only minus four and a half points here, uh, even though. Philly's banged up quite a bit on offense, a little bit on defense here. I think, um, yeah, I come on, let's just yeah. move on. Yeah, exactly. All right, All right, Chris, go ahead, keep reading them. I like Sunday's the game of the week. Buffalo minus thirteen on the road in New York Bay, facing the other worst team in the league, the Jets. Chris, what go? Please listen. Talk. We get. I'm, this is all I'm going to say every week when the Jets come up. Bet against the Jets. They have not let me wrong. I'm I'm six and zero against. The, I, or no, I'm five and one because I bet on the Jets week one. Uh, I don't care if it's minus or if it's plus thirteen points. 
I, there's about a 10 to 12% chance that I'm worried that they'll cover in this game. But Buffalo's had a couple of tough games here. Uh, just take, take, take Buffalo, give up the 13 points. I mean, the Jets are going to just keep losing. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the point. They're but, trading guys way already. Yeah. I'm, who's quarterback this game? I think Darnold's probably back, I think. Was he um, injured or did he just get benched? I'm, I think I, these guys are giving up. I think these guys are give, quitting. Well, they, like, want, they, they definitely are. They're, I mean, as, as much as you can, as much as you can, you know, flop, flop intentionally or can't flop intentionally on, I think they're tanking. I would, I, I'm not going to bet. Fuck the Jets. <laughs> just fuck them. I can't. Finally. I know. I know. This will be the week I'm wrong, but I just, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't gonna, like every I mean, week I'm you know wrong. What, if, like, I was thinking not to drag this out too much, but it, maybe it was 14, like two touchdowns might be a lot, but the, the Jets aren't scoring any points. I I, I'm, I think they they got over 20 in one game here. It's um, bad. It's bad news. I, I think there's a lot of implied, you know, point totals here that just kind of, I'm happy with it. With taking double digits, um, giving up double digits, I should say. Uh, okay, great. What's next? Okay, Green Bay minus three and a half, coming off a terrible loss to Tampa Bay. Okay, they travel to Houston, uh, which they should kind of get better here. And I and I feel like the plus three and a half the Texans are getting here is pretty generous in an overreaction to to Green Bay losing big to to Tampa on the road. Yeah, I uh, this, I mean three and a half. That's crazy. Unless Green Bay just somebody figured him out. I don't think Romeo Cannell is going to go back, watch the tape of last week and be like, we can do that. Give me green Bay. And three and a half is like generous. That's generous. I mean, what do we know? We totally shit the bet. Tampa's a really good defense. Houston. I don't know if they can even stop the run, let alone the pass. So, um, and green Bay has a pretty solid team, both sides of the ball here. I, I, I don't think this is, um, uh, yeah, I'd like seven, maybe eight points. I'd, I'd start thinking Houston here, maybe. Like they might be able, to, they might have figured out their offense a little bit more. Like I think it's two weeks in a row now they've put up some points, so maybe there's a chance here. But um, I'll keep hedging the bets here for another week. Hedge them, hedge them. All right, Pittsburgh plus one and a half on the road in Tennessee. What this one the, I think is a little interesting here. So this is Steelers and the Titans are both undefeated, correct? Yeah. With, along with your team, Seattle, we both. Are going into week seven with undefeated favorite teams, which is crazy, crazy. to think about. Like, because I don't I think people would say it. that that those are the two best teams. Uh, I think no. I think Vegas definitely thinks the Titans are already better than Pittsburgh. Um, what do you think? I I as I it's hard for me not as a as a homer to to know what to do here. Sure. So I mean, Pittsburgh looks really good. They they crushed Cleveland last week. Um, and then Tennessee, like barely again, Tennessee's been scraping wins out like almost every week. Like there's maybe one or two games where they where they sort of dominated or they you know they didn't come from behind yeah. and win the game. They're, it's kind of like that sort of Seattle play that they the last couple of years. That Seattle just always keeps games close and they seem to eke one out at the end. Uh, Tennessee also just lost their starting left tackle and Taylor Lewan. What's their defense so, like? That's the one thing I, I don't know. Any, no one's really talking about. Defense, defense is okay. It's average. I think okay. it keeps them in games, um, and or it kind of you know it, it helps them at times, maybe getting a you know a turnover or something like that. It's it's they're not outstanding. There's nothing special about their defense, but it's just I think it's good, solid kind of defense there. Um, I just think I feel like Pittsburgh being a, a point and a half dog is a little surprising to me, especially from from even from last week and stuff and, and turning it around now. Uh, I'm I'm happy to take Pittsburgh in the in the one and a half points because I actually think they'll win this game and I and I like Tennessee a lot. Yeah, I take you. I think you take Pittsburgh. I think you take the money line. I think you can. I think you can like boost it up on DraftKings right now to 
to plus 110. Uh, Pittsburgh's pissed that they have to play this fucking team this week anyway. Like, that's the sort of underlying story that no one wants to talk about. They, this was a game that was scratched for COVID before. Mm-hmm. So Pittsburgh's playing on their bye week. Uh, which they're not thrilled about because I think you plan your vacations, <laughs> especially during <laughs> football season ahead of time. So I I think that there's a little bit of disgruntled team right there. I think you're right. The, the Luan thing is a, is a little suspect, although that's the Bud Dupree side of the ball, which I'm less. Uh, a le- yeah, but to me, it means more that, like maybe Derek Henry, even though they kind of they still ran all uh, last week all over whoever they played. It, 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 Pittsburgh's a really good yeah, run Pittsburgh's, defense. Pittsburgh's run defense is a lot better than Houston's run defense. Like, yeah, that's right. There's no doubt about that. I'm excited for this game. I uh, I I will say this: we're we're sh- game to watch we're shopping for a, a car, and I ha- I secretly was like maybe I should just like watch this on delay and go shop for a car during this game because like the car dealerships will be dead. In Pittsburgh, oh, right. If I go, like, smart. One, yeah, right. Is smart. that is yeah. that that? I mean, yeah, who's shopping it, for? Tape it. You come home. You yeah. watch it. You have a blackout. You yeah. know, and t- before you get home, and then um, that's what I'm find saying. Out what that's what I'm saying. I think that's smart car buying uh, strategy. <laughs> Thank, there, you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, moving on. Carolina plus seven and a half in New Orleans. Okay. Now Carolina, they've lost the last couple in a row. I guess maybe. If you want to say they've kind of come back down to earth a little bit, they've also played some you know pretty tough opponents, I guess. Um, even though Sh- Chicago last week whooped their butts, which I'm still I'm not Chicago can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, you keep. I think they're yourself. I think they're the worst. You keep telling six you, and one you keep, in the league or you whatever keep five tell, and one team. You keep whatever. telling yourself that, and I'll keep winning money. It's on coming them. true sooner or later. I'll, here, Chris, I'll keep winning uh, money on them. But you, Carolina, like seven and a half here seems a little surprising to me on this one as well. New Orleans, I, I think they're they're I don't know what they are. They're a little they're a shell or they're a little banged up. They're not they're not the sort of you know breeze. Michael Thomas might still be injured here. Carolina still has a really good defense. Uh maybe they're all coming back down to earth here, but I'll I'll roll with Carolina plus seven and a half points. I think that's pretty that's a lot of points, I feel like, to to sort of pass up. Yeah, these teams kind of feel like like similar in some way to me. I, f- I feel like they're basically this like playing about the same level of football. Uh, I like, I always like a quarterback going back to his ex team. I think that there's, there's something to that. Oh, so right. I agree with you. I think that, uh, I think, I think they've got some secrets. They're going to know a little bit more about the, at least the offense, uh, than the Carolina will know more about new Orleans offense. Um, so I hate to keep staying in lockstep yeah. with you here, but that seems like the smart money plus seven and a half. All right, great. So then we'll go to the uh, Ohio rivalry game. Cleveland minus three in Cincinnati. What These two teams have already fucking, played each other like what, the first or second week of the season. What a weird fucking game this is. Weird game. Like, don't really. I mean, I kind of want to watch this game. Though. It's. I'm. It might be the truth serum. It might be like the game where you're like, all right, this is what Cleveland is. This is what Cincinnati is. Because every week you're like, I'm not sure because their opponent's weird or they like play great one week and they pl- they suck the next. I, I'm really sort of struggling with this one. I'm going to take the points in Cincinnati uh, just because I think Cleveland is shit. And I think that like with now case Keenum's in Baker Mayfield's <laughs> head, which is like who, like he needed any more shit in his head. Also that dude's in so many fucking commercials. 
It's like why is he in so many commercials? I, he's on Hulu commercials too. I mean, he's on like yeah. all the ones where he's right. like. And first of all, last year he was the, the, the stadium commercials. Yeah, they're still the, showing those. Home? They're still showing those. I, no, I what's still that, see Home those. Depot last year, and now it's like Progressive Insurance. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and he, and like uh, they just took someone else's idea and like made their own commercials. Oh, the, wait, like, I didn't realize that. You mean they? Ch- I think so. That's no way. They're not. Yeah, just, I think it was like Home Depot last year where he was like fixing up the yeah, stadium. Yeah, I remember and like he's like drying the, the seats or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like progressive insurance or something. I mean, he's it's a like, great pitch man. Like for a for a, a quarterback, he's a, he's better, a great he's better pitch man a, than he's he is a, a quarterback. He's a great actor. Yeah. But it's depressing to see like a Hulu ad. <laughs> like Hulu really put some money on some weird guys. They've got like Baker Mayfield and Joel Embiid like in the same commercial. And people are like, yeah, two guys that don't try that hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I you know me I like T Higgins as I think you do too uh so give me Cincinnati great oh I like that one okay so Cleveland won week two at home against Cincinnati thirty five thirty yeah the spread was minus six Cincinnati covered now I'm gonna go I'm I I'm kind of glad you took Cleveland because that means I'm I'm happy to or I'm, you took Cincinnati because yeah. that means I'm happy to take Cleveland actually okay. Good. because I think what Cleveland is. I think they're they're really good. Uh, they're really good against the bad teams. Oh, that's a good uh, call. That's a good call. And they suck against the really good teams here. And I think I think they can run all over Cincinnati. I think they can limit uh, Baker Mayfield's exposure and not have to put the ball in his hand so much like they did against you know Pittsburgh and having to pass too much. I think they can just run Cream Hunt, run that offense like they have in a couple other weeks when they were really good. I think this is. I think they're the tale of two t- teams here. Kind that's of a that's oh. a great call on them. I'm not going to switch, but I think that's a really great call because you've got like they've got like the Miles Garrett, right? Like he's a badass, but only against shitty offensive lines. And then you've got o- Odell Beckham Jr., who's like probably past his prime already. Like I, I and Kareem Hunt as well. Like I think you're yeah. absolutely right. That's this team is built to beat the dogs. I mean, dogs meaning shitty teams, not the underdogs. Right. <laughs> but also the underdogs. They're built to beat the right. underdogs. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. All right. So moving on then, because we've talked too much about them. Detroit. <laughs> we plus can't two help and ourselves. Half. We like football. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where are they playing? Detroit plus two and a half in Atlanta. This one, I, we, haven't, we haven't even touched over-unders yet. And, I'm, and this one's 55 and a half, which probably is the highest of the, or no, Seattle actually is in the next game. is the highest of the week so far. Uh, this one feels like a, a total shootout here. Fifty-five um, and a half is is insanity, though. It is. There's. It a, is. I did a. a lot I, you know, I did a parlay uh, on Monday night. I I parlayed the the uh, Cardinals with the no, sorry, the Chiefs. I I parlayed the chart the Chiefs with the with the Cardinals under, um, because that that was like fifty-two against Dallas. I, I, 55 seems like a billion points. Am I crazy? Like, you really think it's going to be that many points? Detroit? Um, I mean, last week, Atlanta played Minnesota. They scored 40 points alone. But this, uh, Minnesota but, had 23. Minnesota's, so Minnesota doesn't have Matt Patricia. They don't. And I think Detroit's defense is bit better than Minnesota's totally. at this point. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if, um, just listen, Atlanta's a high scoring team. So at Detroit, I think is going to be able to put up a lot of points against Atlanta, obviously here. Right. It's one of those like kind of sneaky ones that you, you, it's one of those you're probably not supposed to bet the over, but I kind of feel like you should. I'm also taking the points with Detroit. I think it's the first time all year I'm taking Detroit, but plus two and a half. God damn it. My rule with Atlanta is, is take the points, but at this point, um, you got to take the team who's getting the points. So, um, 
and and I I think I've I've you know I keep going against Detroit all these weeks, and I think this is the one week I got to go with them. Yeah, I I'm with you. I like I like Detroit in this game too. They put up they had a pretty good game last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, say what you will. I've I'm also just wishful. I still I still like the Lions. I I they're using Swift a lot more, which yeah. I which I find I like their team. I don't like their coach. Yeah, I know that's really the that's the the bummer of the thing. And I, and Matt Stafford still. Quietly Slang making going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. We're going to turn around and be like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, that's that's a reality. So yeah, give me Detroit. All right, great. Glad to have you on board one more time. I know, dude. I'm uh, sorry. All right, Seattle minus three and a half on the road in Arizona. This, now this is so minus three and a half, which is crazy. Go ahead, say what you're going to say because this yeah, is your team. Uh, is it crazy? Because I I I'm. Like, I don't even need to talk about this necessarily. I'm taking Arizona the points here because I think they're going to be able to score some points on that CL defense. Oh my God. Are you crazy? So, no. I, yes, they can score points. Kind Like, I watched more of that Dallas game than I wanted to, the Dallas Arizona game. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was Ezekiel Elliott was fumbling like on every possession. I, and, and not like because Arizona's defense was anything special. I, I think you're doing a little bit of a reverse jinx on yourself. I think three and a half against Arizona. <laughs> At an in-conference rivalry game yeah, where there aren't fans about. in the stands, I don't know. You think? Oh, so you think it's the swing the other way? You're totally doing. You're you're just jinxing yourself. This is <laughs> this is fan bias, ladies and gentlemen. Do not take Chris's and, advice on this. Take I'm Seattle in the three and, and a half. Year, take baby. Seattle in the three and a half and take the under. I'm telling you, that's a that's my lock of the week. Parlay that shit right now. Listen, Seattle always does not play rival or division games well. I know. They're they used always to lose close. to the Rams, like um, they like lost Jeff Arizona Fisher last Rams. year, bad. Like it's uh, listen, I'm not normally I'm I'm doing the reverse jinx, so they win. But this week, I'm actually I'm actually happy taking Arizona and the points here and a legitimate. I think you believe that, but I don't believe you. All right, <laughs> okay, fine. What's next? That's fine. That's well, well, we're not supposed to agree on every game, so okay. Uh, one, I, I'm curious to the next game if we're going to agree on this one or not. Kansas City minus nine and a half. All right, let me In have this one. Denver. Because I think I'm going to shock you. Yep. Denver's good. Yep. D- Denver's right. good. Don't. All right. D- they, they somehow beat the Patriots with no offense. Like, they are, they're, they're good. I think Kansas City still feels like a driver's seat kind of team like they're maybe not playing to their full potential just yet and they're just playing possum and in in three weeks where they're just going to be lighting it up again they kind of had a lull this time last year so i'm gonna say that like of course kansas city wins this game but i think denver keeps it much closer than than nine and a half i kind of have the same feeling actually god damn it I know, and I so maybe maybe I'll just go get you on this one just to do it because here. But last week we talked about Kansas City uh, was favored by three and a half points at home against Buffalo, right? Yeah. On the road, actually, they were on the road against Buffalo, and three and a half points. And we were like, that's not enough points. Yeah. You can't get enough points. And then I remember I brought up a stat that said looked like so far this year, like anything over seven or something, seven and a half points, they they have not been able to cover. There you go. So I'm thinking nine and a half points. It seems like an awful lot of points for Kansas City, and it's at Denver. Yeah, weird. I think weird things happen with Denver and the altitude in Kansas City. It's also and just, a, you got another division game. Another division game here. That that's that's one of those things. I'm just I'm if I lo- if we lose this one, I'm 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 actually okay with losing that one just because of uh, it's Kansas City and they're really good. But I'm willing to take that. I'm willing to take nine and a half points there. I have a weird question for you. 
Mm-hmm. What the fuck is Andy Reid going to do in Denver where it's like snowing with this fucking mask that keeps fogging up? Like in the snow, it's he's going to have that breath that like it's going to there's going to be too much condensation on the inside of that fucking helmet. He can't he wear it. He, he can't wear it. He needs a sham wow. Like he's got a sham wow. It's in his pocket. But like maybe maybe he'll have like a sombrero with a fog with a shield like all the way up. around or like one of those <laughs> one of those umbrellas that go all the way down like the clear ones. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> or it's just like a space helmet yeah something that doesn't fucking fo- i mean he's gonna fog up it's yeah. gonna fog up it's gonna be crazy watch that game just to see what he does all right what's next <laughs> san francisco plus one and a half rebounding off a dominated win against the rams going to new england this is uh, this who, is a, this is, i know what you're gonna say on this one can i sit can i put words in your mouth yeah, do it because I'm interested what you think I'm going to say. You're going to say that this is an overreaction to both about how both these teams played last week. That San Francisco maybe played exceptionally well because it was a, a divisional game against the, the Rams and that they just kind of stepped up. And New England was just like feeling the effects of having two weeks off because of COVID. And that, they're, and that this is an overreaction line and that New England's better than the one and a half. Uh... Yeah, to some degree, though. Although I'm a little worried that New England, New England's might suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they do, then take Kansas City in the points. <laughs> I'm. I, I don't. This one is probably the hardest one of the week for me to decide here, actually, because San Francisco. I so listen. I, you know what? It's New England at home. That. With the defense of San Francisco, I, I don't know how they pulled it off against the Rams. Maybe the Rams actually suck, and they've been well. That could all, be all that could be here. that's my theory, and we'll get to that on Monday night. Uh, the overriding, I kind of want to take San Francisco in the points, but it, like a couple weeks ago, I bet against New England at home, and you were like, "You got to take, you always take New England at home." So I'm going to take New England at home. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna just take San Francisco. Yeah, just, yeah just you're gonna win that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Garoppolo against, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what to make. Oh, you don't think Jimmy G is going to want some revenge against a team that got rid of him? You don't think Belichick knows how to defend against that guy? I mean, Belichick knows a lot. Mostert's out. You got McKinnon. I got no confidence in, like, McKinnon dominating the New England defense. Yeah, anyone picking up McKinnon in fantasy makes me (laughs) laugh a little bit. That's that's what I got to say about that. (laughs) Watch out for Jermichael Hasty in this game, maybe. It might be his breakout game. Oh, okay. Deep cut. Yeah. All right, what's next? All right, let's almost wrapping this up. We're, I think I feel like I feel we're good on time here. We're I'm, doing I'm, great on time. I jumped great. us. A, I jumped us a little ahead, so we so we could you know talk about Troy Aikman at the end. <laughs> oh great! Oh perfect! Oh good! All right, Jacksonville plus seven and a half in L.A. against the Chargers. Okay. Now, you want me to keep talking on this? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I just said okay. I just was like, Great. I, I, I have to. Sure. I, when I listen to you talk, I sometimes have to like say okay to myself so that I know I actually listened. That's, <laughs> That's good. I appreciate that. Thanks. Because I could, I could just go on and on sometimes. Chris, talk too much. Uh, yeah. Jacksonville. I've been going week in and week out. I've been going with Jacksonville or Garner Minshew, and I'm finally ready to get off this wagon, Chris. Yeah, could be time. Chargers. I think are getting a couple guys back on defense. I'm in love with with uh, Herbert, uh, and I'm not quite all in on San Diego or San Diego yet, of course. But uh, give me Chargers minus seven and a half. Chargers are the weird thing here. Like I feel like every week I root for them or think I like them, they turn out to be not as good as I thought. Yep. 
Seven and a half feels like an easy, like, that feels like, ugh. Could Mincho do it? Could he do it? <laughs> he could. He could do it. They, they got blown up by Detroit by... Uh, I know. They feel like they're really kind of just giving, throwing in the towel. I, you know what? There, Give me there might even be... There's some there's some problems down the offense. I think Minshew's been called out by a couple teammates. Really? Oh, yeah. Tell, the, uh, do Chark, tell. Chark or something was like kind of like like low-key shade. Like, well, because you know, Chark thinks that, he's better than he is. Uh, all right. Give me the Chargers then. You talked okay, me into great. it. This is pointless. Okay. We should just be do, picking all the same teams. Yeah, well, let's just finish it off. Okay. Well, well, actually, this one's actually this is a good test of our of our kind of wills here. Sunday night game, Tampa Bay minus four in Vegas. Yeah, you want me to go? I'll tell you. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is good. Their defense is good. I fucking love. I I love their defensive coordinator there. I think that I I mean, I don't think that the the one thing like every like every Tom Brady led team, the way to beat him is to is to apply pressure to him. I don't see Las Vegas doing that. That's that's my opinion. I I mean, of course, you're. The, it's my opinion. It's my fucking <laughs> podcast. But like, I would say that like and you're the one talking, and I'm and I'm speaking and I'm speaking into this microphone right now, and I've got your undivided attention. So my opinion, <laughs> uh-huh. not anyone else you're listening to at this exact moment, is that you take Tampa Bay. I I I I kind of think they're good. I think there might be one of the best. Teams I, I think they are good. I think the defense is really good. Um. Or, the, you know, listen, two weeks ago, Vegas, you know, smashed Kansas City. And it just makes me think that, like, it's, Vegas is kind of like one of those teams that, like, they're good one week and they're, and they're terrible the next. And I don't know how to sort of... Didn't Gruden you know, win his Super Bowl against the Raiders? Yeah, and now And now he's back with the Raiders and he's coaching against Tampa Bay yeah. in a primetime game. So you- uh, listen, Tampa, you know, Tampa also does feel a little hot and cold to me as well. I, I don't think I, whatever magic happened last week against green Bay, like they, it just worked for them. Um, I'm not completely sold on Tampa yet and I'm not completely sold on Vegas yet. So I'll, I'll stick with Tampa for the week, I guess too. Yeah. This is a safe bet. It's a safe bet. I, I don't know. I could see, I could see like Vegas make another surprise here, but I think they could, if they here's okay. You know what? Here's the overriding factor. Tampa Bay shuts down. Jacobs because they have a really uh, awesome run defense and I think that stifles the the Vegas offense enough. Okay. I'll buy right. that. Talk myself into it. Okay. Finishing off Monday night Chicago plus 6 in LA as well. Wow, wait, back-to-back games in LA. What? What are you talking about? Well, so it's Sunday night, Sunday and then into Monday. So but they have to turn that stadium. Las Vegas plays in Las Vegas, Chris. No, the LA Chargers. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. good point. That is a yeah. It's a one day turnaround. Yeah, yeah. interesting. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they know what they're doing, but um, <laughs> they do have a day and a half. Like not for nothing, but they, uh, you they have know, a day I'm and sure a half. Know. All they have to yeah. do is like professional. All they have to do is fucking hose off some Just, goddamn chairs. Yeah, repaint the end zones and Bob's <laughs> uncle. All right, Chicago plus six in LA against the Rams. Monday Night Football. Chicago, I'm not picking against them. They can go to hell. I'm still on this off the wagon. Even though I hate the Rams, probably more than I hate Chicago, I can't go with Chicago. I think Foles, the whole thing's a joke. Give me the Rams. You're 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 crazy. This Chicago is at least a keep it close on a Monday night game uh or team. Probably, I I, probably I, right. I think that they're 
Sixes, it feels six feels like a six lot. Six feels actually. like a ton of points. Goff is I've always thought a head case. I think he's not a great quarterback. I love when the Rams lose. I think that McVeigh might actually stink. Although look up McVeigh's wife if you have a spare second on it. The old uh, Google machine there. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm a I'm I'm still I love Chicago. I my only regret is that they didn't get Le'Veon Bell. I think that then people would have re- that might have turned some heads. I, I feel like that's a wasted. They, they had the money. They had the space. They should have picked him up, but they didn't. Doesn't mean they're not going to cover. And plus, I'm great on Monday nights, so take it, folks. Lock that shit great. in. Boom. Boom. Uh, all right, Chris. That's, that pretty much does it for this week. I don't think we really need to talk about Troy Aikman, although he is high on my list of, of uh, television personalities right now. He really... <laughs> he really you know, he said, yeah, I mean, so, you're kind of liking everybody these days, though, which is odd. The whole thing is just what scary. Do you mean? The hell out of what do you mean? Who else do I like? Oh, okay. you said you were enjoying all these announcements. Well, I think Al Michaels is doing a fine job for a 90 year old man. He gives me hope for Joe Biden. Like if, if Joe Biden could be half as sharp as Al Michaels at his age, like maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's a chance. Uh, I also I love what Troy Aikman like put his foot in his mouth and doubled down. I love it about the flyovers and about it costing taxpayers money because it does and it's a waste. Yeah. And I, I thought that like, even though like, if you're going to slip up, don't slip up like the Cincinnati Reds guy slip up and actually say something like that's controversial, but in the right direction, you know, like, and I actually think Troy has been doing decent job. Like I've the last, I, I think you were, you were onto something though the other night when they, when they did the, uh, they did the, the second Monday night game or whatever they, you know, that was rescheduled and they, they were also did the sa- Sunday game. Yes. And it, I think they had a short enough turnaround time where he didn't sort of rely on his sort of just like the, on the typical, shtick? yeah, the sticks and the tropes that they usually, you know, like this quarterback can play, you know, those kinds of stupid things where he, he's always so generic and vanilla in his analysis that it's just like, he's reading it off of like a, like a, like a pre like sheets of paper. Yeah. 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 He's, he's over noted. That's a really good point. I think you're right. I think like, because that's kind of what Romo does. Romo's like, does the like, Oh, this is what I'm seeing in the moment as like a, quarterback kind of like with fresh eyes and Aikman's like gone like he just over prepares and he's just, he's re- just done this for so like, long I talked to this guy of- and I said that stole blah 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 yeah right. yeah. yeah I think maybe that's it because I'm sort of basing this off of like the I mean it's definitely this season and there just seems to be a little bit more like quality between his and Joe Buck's banter maybe Joe Buck is the same thing because he's working his ass off doing these baseball and football games. I don't know. I, I like, he I like also bleached his hair blonde too. So maybe that helped. I mean, the, he never said he had real hair, you know? Oh, like well, he, no, well, no, he got, I think he said he got plugs. He did get plugs. Yeah. He's admitted that. Okay. Yeah. Which so, is, uh, that in itself too is, 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 uh, is, that's a huge step up too, because most people aren't going to admit that shit. Well, I guess it almost like, even when it's it got, obvious, it got infected and it like, uh, like it affected his vocal cords and he thought he wasn't going to be able to announce. He's, he wrote a book. It's apparently very good. Uh, the Joe Buck story. Um, and I also, I, I, I like, I, you know, I think that there's like some pretty good broadcast teams doing football games this year. I don't know if it's because they don't have to yell over the fans or if they're just being more relaxed or if they're just like, fuck it. But I've, besides the ESPN crew, uh, I'm all in on like what I've, I like, I haven't turned the, the volume down on any games I've watched thus far. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, I haven't really been paying attention. I, I, maybe I've had the volume down. I haven't even been noticing. I mean, typically I would, but like, yeah. I, but like, I, I can say like, I was listening. To, I was like, wait, is this Troy Aikman? Like, am I agreeing with him? This makes total <laughs> sense. Maybe I'm just, you know, I just turned 45 and maybe like I'm the age where it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I that's, that's right. That's actually, you know, what he has to say. <laughs> 
I'm just dumber. <laughs> I'm just fucking dumber. Well, you know what? It's 2020, Chris. Like shit is this whole fucking year is, you know. Why? What's turned upside down. This is not. We, so in 30 years, we're not going to be doing a podcast where we're like, what were your favorite records of 2020? <laughs> I think Bruce Springsteen put something out on YouTube. Uh, this TikTok. I really like that Van Morrison one he did about. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, Chris. And yet somehow we'll still find a way to piss RJ off. <laughs> RJ listening to his like brain implant of our like our last listener. He's like, yo, sons of bitches. I'll um, find you. I'll get you, you meddling kids. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have yourself right. a fantastic weekend. Enjoy and- the football, everybody. Hey, oh.